The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Right to you, o Lord. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell on among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we have one of those very famous parables of our Lord. And it's important perhaps to note today, as we begin this sermon of the parables, um, just how the Lord has been teaching within the Gospel of Matthew. Today marks the beginning of the third of these kind of great sermons that happen within the context of the beginning of the of the Gospel of Matthew. The first was the Sermon on the Mount, which we all know well. The second was a sermon teaching his disciples. And now this third is the sermon that begins, this is the first of seven parables that we'll hear over the next, the next days at Daily Mass. And just pointing out a couple of things, notice in the first sermon, the Lord goes to the top of a mountain. And the people lay down and, and sit down in verdant pasture on grass. And so we have this image of, of the Lord climbing to the heights and taking his people up to the heights of a mountain where their vantage point is great and they can see a long distance. So he's teaching them there, his Sermon on the Mount, the, the, the kind of new Ten Commandments in, in teaching them the Beatitudes. And then, in the, then he goes down into the village and meets with the people where they are. And he teaches them about discipleship and what it means to be a disciple. And then now as he gets prepared to share with his, his disciples a new set of teachings, he takes them to a new location on the shore of a sea. And like the mountain, which had its significance of climbing up to great heights, this one we're on the shore of a sea. And it, so it marks, oftentimes we can look in a symbolic way where the Lord's sitting on the waters of the sea and his people are on the shore. And so there's this, this distinct uh, separation between his, where his disciples are and where he's seat, seated. And the sea, for, for many people of that time and even today, is, a, is kind of a fearsome thing. You can easily drown in the sea. It's something that we're afraid sometimes to step off of our secure and safe shores of our current way of life and then jump into the boat with the Lord and embark out onto the sea. And so there's some, some rich imagery that's, that's there 
in, in the context of where Jesus chose to, to begin this teaching. And so in the, in the seven parables that we'll hear, the first couple here are all about the growth of the kingdom of God. The first one is this famous, this famous one about the seed and the sower, not the seed and the sower, the, the seed and the soil, the type of soil that is needed to, to receive that seed of faith. And we've all heard, we've all heard this uh, passage many times, and it's something that comes to mind very easily and vividly, and that's some of the beauty of this third sermon with the Lord, is he's using these parables because they're so rich in imagery, so easy for us to recall and to imagine what it looks like for seed to fall on a pathway or to fall among thorns or to fall in rich soil. And so as we, we continue on in our lives of faith, we, we, we seek to cultivate our hearts, which, is, which are that soil, to cultivate our minds in a way in which we can receive those seeds of faith, those little kernels of divine knowledge, and to grow into the kingdom of God here in Beaverton and throughout the world. Another really beautiful imagery with, with seeds uh, is connected in a way with the saint who we venerate today, Saint Apollinaris. He was, you know, there's, there's different martyrologies that kind of talk about who he was, but it's all agreed that he was the first bishop of Ravenna, a city in, in Italy, in, in kind of north, northeast Italy. And it's, it's said that he was assigned to go there as a missionary bishop. It was missionary territory where the seed of the word, the seed of faith had not yet been planted. He was sent there by Peter himself. So that makes Apollinarius one of the very earliest martyrs of the church. And something that's really beautiful about the testimony, not only of Apollinarius, but Peter and many of the other early disciples or apostles, is that they believed in the gospel to such a degree that they were willing to go to their death to spread it. If they were the, the person spreading the seed of faith, if, if Apollonaris was the man who walked out into Ravenna trying to cast seed out onto the soil, he did so under great persecution. And the, the soil in Ravenna was not quite ready to receive him. And so it's, it's said that he spent 70 years or more trying to establish a church in Ravenna under great persecution. And it wasn't until the end of his life, under the persecution of, of Emperor uh, Vespasian, I always mess up the emperor names, uh, Vespasian, he finally brought Apollinaris' mission to an end by martyring him in Ravenna. And one thing that's kind of beautiful, another old church father, his name's Tertullian, he said about the martyrs, he said that the blood of martyrs is seed for the church. The blood of martyrs is the witness. Martyr means witness in, in Greek. That, they, that men like Apollinarius and Peter would go to such lengths to spread the good news of the Lord's gospel 
to such lengths to ensure that many people, just like us today, would hear rich parables like we just heard this morning, that they would go all the way to their death, is a beautiful testimony to the truth of the life of Jesus Christ. And sometimes I know in my life when I've kind of questioned, it's like, well, is this, you know, what, what is, you know, how much of this is true? What, what's the, you know, could they have put together some of this stuff to, to try to build up a church for some reason? But who would make up anything and then go to their death for it? Who would be telling lies or just telling a, a nice story about some kind teacher who tells good morals and sets up a, a nice community? Who would believe in that to such an extent that they would actually go to their death for it? I don't, I, I certainly wouldn't make up a story and die for it. So, so the the martyrs like Apollinaris and so many others stand before us as witnesses. And the blood that they shed can be a sign for us. And it can also be a way of watering that rocky soil of our hearts or the hearts of so many others that aren't prepared to receive that seed of faith to help grow the kingdom. And so yes, there's many ways in which to cast that seed out and there's many different, different types of soil it's gonna land on. But we can give thanks to the witness of the martyrs like Apollinaris that through their blood, they've helped to cultivate that soil, perhaps the soil in our own hearts or the soil in, in those we love. Um, they can provide great witness to us in times of trial that no matter what kind of persecutions we might come under in our faith, there have been so many men and women that have gone before us, women like St. Cecilia, who we call our patroness here, who went before us as testimony as martyrs. They went to their death believing in Jesus Christ. Having heard these sermons that he preached in the Gospel of Matthew, their hearts were moved with such compassion for the people around them that they would go to their death. And today, in Ravenna, the church is alive and it's flourishing. For two, nearly 2,000 years now, the Christian faith has been proclaimed in Ravenna, thanks in large part to St. Apollinaris.